0: Did you know that the average person laughs seven times a day? I remembered an article from a long time ago introducing the science of laughter and how it affects the brain and its functions. So I started to think on it a little bit more and decided to make this an episode. This is episode three of Persistently Growing, the magic of
1: laughter.
0: ago I was out to dinner with my boyfriend and his group of friends before our game night at a place called Sanford's Grub and Pub. We were waiting to be seated and I was on my phone checking my Pokemon Go. In this small little waiting area that's kind of by the door, if you can imagine it, it's sort of like a box attached to another box by a really small gangplank. Yes, like on a pirate ship when an older man in a puffy gray or blue vest came out of the restaurant and came up to me and asked, why did the duck get kicked out of school? I was stunned. The rest of the group was stunned. Nobody answered him, but he looked at me again and said, for using foul language. Laughed at himself, laughed with the other people and left. This is something that happens a lot to me. Uh, It's a little weird, but I'm starting to get used to it. I spent dinner thinking about it until one of the guys at our table found him again, and he was sitting right behind us, and then we made a plan to tell him a joke right before we left. I had to text my grandpa for a joke because I for the life of me could not come up with something witty. Uh, This was the joke that I chose. Why couldn't the art dealer pay his rent? Because he was out of Monet. (laughs) I can hear the eye rolls from here. Um, And then we booked it out of the restaurant. After paying of course. I found a couple articles to help me answer the questions that popped up when I started to think about laughter and what it does to us. I want to say right now that I try my hardest to make sure that these sources are valuable and reputable, but I'm only human so if I make a mistake, please understand I'm not a scientist. I'm just try- I'm just someone trying to grow. So the questions I asked myself were how does laughing affect the brain how does it work does laughing make people like you more well the people at howstuffworks.com specifically marshall brain yeah brain i double checked it's brain not brian uh, wrote an article about the science behind laughter we've all heard about how laughter can be the best medicine and now there's starting to be some proof that it's true. The study of laughter has been given its own name, gelatology. Kind of like jello-tology, but it's not jello, it's gelatology. Laughter is a result of a state of relaxation among your peers, which makes people feel like they can trust you. Laughter is also useful in helping you cope with a wide range of mental and physical illnesses. One of the most talked about findings is the research on laughter and the immune system. Laughing reduces the amount of stress hormones your body produces and can counteract the fight or flight response in our brains. When you laugh, you produce more natural killer cells that fight off things like tumors and viruses. And you produce more things like gamma interferon disease fighting proteins, T cells, which are a major player in your immune system, B cells that make disease-destroying antibodies, and a list of other really long scientific cells. Uh, Laughter can also help you clear your airways. When you laugh, it can induce coughing or sneezing, and this can help remove blockages from your airway. It also increases the concentration of saliva and salivary hemoglobin A, which defends against infections. And on that note, I asked my grandpa to tell me a couple jokes. He has been dubbed Mr. Safety in our family for many reasons. for decades, and
1: EMTs have kind of a dark sense of humor. But I've got to talk about this one accident I saw where this guy had his whole left side cut off. But don't worry, he's all right now. <laughs> I've been a toastmaster, I've been a toastmaster for a long time. Both your grandmother and I have been toastmasters, and one thing we learned is uh what, uh, what do you call a, a very well-spoken dinosaur? A thesaurus. Oh my God. <laughs> now I'm working with you, and you're a cat person. Mm-hmm. So I I wondered what kind of cats go bowling. Well, the answer's simple: it's alley cats.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess you can't get alley cats out of the gutter either. Just alleys, you know, just alleys and gutters. Mm-hmm.
1: But I I really am involved in history, especially now that things are politically sensitive and we're in the middle of a lot of turmoil in our government. So I've been reading a lot of history, and and I've been reading the book on – the biography of Alexander Hamilton. It was interesting to find out that there was one kind of tea that didn't get dumped in the Boston Tea Party. Do you know what kind of tea that was? Mm Mm-hmm liberty (laughs) so that's my life in
0: puns (laughs) that's great is that okay yeah that's perfect do you like to work out because researchers have started to look into the physical properties of laughing You know that feeling when your friend tells you a horrible joke that leaves you seal clapping and dying on the floor? And I hope you know what what I mean by that. That like silent laughter where you clap and you look like a seal. Uh, You get that stitch in your side feeling. Well, now you can count that towards your exercise. Because laughing at that intensity for a hundred minutes or more is the equivalent of ten minutes on the rowing machine set on high or 15 minutes on the stationary bike at its most difficult. Laughing can help you in so many ways. Mainly when you laugh, you're releasing built-up stress and other heavy emotions that are mentally stored in your mind or tied up in your muscles. Yep, that's a thing. Your shoulders get tight and you can clench your jaw more. Laughing helps you release all of that in a clean, positive way. The next question I have is how does laughing affect how you work? So to demonstrate that, I asked my coworker Dylan to crack a joke. Hi. I feel like he's just stupid, but okay, okay, are you ready? Yeah. Are you sure? Are you ready? <laughs> Who knows? Okay. So, this guy is sitting at a bar okay. and he's having a drink, right? And he suddenly hears someone say, "Hey, that's a really nice tie." He looks around. Doesn't see anyone around him. And he's like, "Oh, okay." He goes back to his drink, and then he hears someone say, oh, and those are really great shoes, too. And once again, he looks around, and there's nobody looking at him, no one near him, and he's like, okay, this is weird. And then, he hears someone say, oh, and I really love your eyes. And finally, he's like, uh, hey, bartender, did you, uh, did you put something in my drink? Because I keep hearing people saying really nice things about me and the bartenders like, "Oh no, those are just the nuts. They're complimentary." <laughs> That's great. That's great. I feel like this is a super important part to me personally. As someone who is just now getting into the world of adulthood and responsibilities, I've been exposed to several toxic work environments where things just weigh on me too much and I end up going home feeling tired and in pain obviously you don't want to crack jokes at the wrong time and i would suggest waiting until you're partially sure of the climate of your job before ripping open that can of worms betty ann heggy from the harvard business review writes an extensive article about the benefits of laughing in the office after being gone for a prolonged time betty ann retells how her co-workers missed her laugh and that the office just wasn't the same According to Allison Beard in the HBR article, Leading with Humor, laughter relieves stress and boredom, boosts engagement and well-being, and spurs not only creativity and collaboration but also analytic precision and productivity. While While your place of employment might not need analytics, laughing with your coworkers can still bring on a sense of camaraderie and companionship, thus creating a more positive and productive work environment that is all just a very long sentence saying it's okay to laugh at work and it makes being at work more enjoyable for everyone and can actually help you get stuff done faster in my current position position at the university i find myself being the class clown or comic relief everyone feels really uptight and edgy all the time which is just how some people are and it really is a high stress environment We're dealing with money all the time, and when $20 goes missing, we all freak out a little bit. This week, I had a really rough time at the office, and I noticed that on the toughest day, I made no jokes and I did nothing to alleviate the tension. Everyone was acting really different around me and kind of acted more concerned. This kind of just sticks to my theory that I should continue to make people laugh because the work environment is a thousand times different. Two drums and a cymbal fall off a cliff. ba (laughs) You're welcome. When I found out my toaster wasn't waterproof, I was shocked. started working with my counselor Bethany, whom I mentioned in a previous episode. She pointed out that I make self-depreciating jokes in an attempt to gain sympathy from people, but the jokes are too funny to actually get what I want. She suggested that I try to form other types of jokes and start seeking validation for myself. Which is a big step, let me tell you. So now I try to steer clear of self-depreciating jokes like pointing at trash cans and saying <coughs> "Me." And I've seemed to have ventured into the realm of dad jokes, super corny jokes, and my absolute favorite recently—the types that are not funny, but are so hilarious you have to roll your eyes. Um, I don't really get laughter, but I seem to be fueled by the eye rolls and the sighs. Um, it's usually followed by a snort. So I guess that might count. Laughing helps keep your heart healthy, and that's good to keep in mind. Thank you so much to my guests that I had, uh, my grandpa Scott, my coworkers, Dylan and Sam, whose last names I won't share to maintain privacy. And I wanna say thank you to anyone listening. This podcast I've had a little bit of trouble with, even though this is only episode three. I didn't really think I was going to record it and upload it, but I reminded myself several times. Even though I would love for other people to listen to this every day and get comfort from knowing they're not alone and that what they're thinking isn't solely their own thoughts, my original plan for this podcast was to record my growth so that. When the inevitable happens, when I move or when I have to meet with a new counselor, I can share these recordings with them instead of spending valuable time with the counselor, regaling my life to them and all of the things that I've gone through. So um, before I go, I just I want to challenge whoever listens, to make two people laugh this week. It'll make you feel good. It'll make them feel good. And, you know, it helps build human connection, which I think we all need a little bit more of. If you enjoyed today's episode, uh, leaving a review is always the most help you can give. Also, if you have a story of personal growth or a really exciting event that's happened to you recently, let me know. Uh, you can email me at mavenpage at gmail.com. That's M-A-E-V-Y-N-P-A-I-G-E at gmail.com. Or you can stop by the Facebook page, which is the same name as this podcast. It's just it for going. going. Um, thank you so much. And don't stop believing me.